Hello, I hope you're living victoriously. This is Crystal Ridlin, your favorite Christian counselor. Today we're going to talk about the importance of sharing our stories. Not only the importance of sharing our story, our own story, but also the importance of listening to other people share their stories. It's through this process that we begin to heal from the difficult struggles that we've endured in our life. Why is it important to share our stories? Why is it important to allow other people to share their stories? This is what we're going to talk about in today's episode. Sharing our stories is a way that the mind processes and makes sense of the situations that we endure in our life. Whether they're difficult and hard or whether they're even joyful and good. We were created for fellowship. We were created to communicate. And it's in the process of communicating our hearts to other people who care about us that allows us to heal. So one of the main ways that we do this as Christians, of course, is to talk to God. We talk to God about what we're feeling, what our struggles are, what our fears are. We talk to him about what we're happy about, or at least we should, right? We're developing a relationship with God throughout our entire life. And the goal is that we continue to grow closer and closer and closer to our Heavenly Father. He loves us. He longs to hear from us. And he wants to help us to unravel these difficult situations in our life. He wants to be and come alongside of us as we enjoy life, as we experience his blessings. It's a relational experience that we have with God. He is not just a God, this you know, almighty being that's impersonal. He's God who loves us and created us and longs to have relationship with us. So that's the first way that we share our stories is in our personal relationship with God the Father. Another way that we share our stories is by having family members and friends, people that we trust and that we can talk to. The problem that comes is that oftentimes when people come to me to see me as a counselor, they run into a few problems. There may be a block in their ability to communicate with God, whether it be from trauma, whether usually it's from trauma. Um, It could be that people use spiritual abuse against them for years, legalism, um, strong judgment, always feeling like they weren't good enough. It could be that they come to me because they don't have anybody else to really talk to them about their heart. Let's face it, we live in a culture where everybody's too busy for relationship. And yet we live in a culture where everybody is desiring something that they can't put their hands on. And that something is connection. Connection with God and connection with other people. So today, as I was reading my Bible, I came across Psalm 107, and it really stood out to me, this aspect of God telling us through the Psalms how important it is for us to be able to tell our story, 
So I'm going to read a little bit of this. This is a really long psalm, so I can't read the entire psalm. But I'm going to read a little bit. So Psalm 107 says, Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. I felt really, I don't know, I didn't really feel sad or anything, but I was a little disappointed that I hadn't known that this was in here before. Um, but that's what the Bible does. It's always popping out these new things that we missed in the first times that we read something. That's what I love about the Bible. So let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story. Those he redeemed them from the hand of the foe. Those he gathered from the lands, from east and west, from north and south. Some wandered in desert wastelands, finding no way to a city where they could settle. They were hungry and thirsty, and their lives ebbed away. Then they cried out to the Lord in their trouble, and he delivered them from their distress. He led them by a straight way to a city where they could settle. Let them give thanks to the Lord for his unfailing love and for his wonderful deeds for mankind. For he satisfies the thirsty and fills the hungry with good things. And then the entire psalm goes through different types of stories and how we are to, how people struggle and the importance of being able to find God in that struggle. And so this really set off in my mind this podcast. And what I want to share with you is the importance of storytelling. All throughout the scripture, we see where it's all a book of stories. Jonah and the whale. Um, the woman at the well. The leper. All of these things. The crucifixion of Jesus, all of these things are stories that have been key in our culture for many, many, many thousands of years. In fact, it's the stories that God uses to communicate with us and to give us hope and to teach us the lessons, the wisdom, the knowledge, the understanding that we need to be able to face the life that we're living in. Because the Bible says, in this world you will have trouble. Right? I talk about this all the time. Like, I think there's a lot of people, a lot of Christians, who on the outside want things to look perfect. They want to look like they have it all together. They go to church. They look like the happy, perfect family. They're all dressed well. They never bring their dirty laundry to church. And so on the outside, people think they look perfect. But what I know as a counselor, they're not perfect. Right? There's not a perfect soul in this world. So when we begin to share our hearts, it's so healing. But the problem that we have in our culture today is we have people who are not comfortable with emotion because they haven't actually managed or healed from the broken places of their heart. They've just been pushing down their stories 
for the purpose of somehow healing or surviving, which many of us are told that. I know that when I was overcoming my childhood abuse, one of the main ways that I was told to heal was to just buck it up, to not worry about it, that I needed to focus on all of these other things, my school, I needed to focus on the present, that I shouldn't think about the things that had happened to me growing up. So it was all that I had. I had this tool set. It was tough. But because I'm a survivor, I made it work. The problem was that because that was the way I made it work, this is what I was doing to the people around me, and I didn't even realize it. And it came down to me in therapy realizing that if I had an opportunity to have compassion and understanding and somebody to care about my heart and my soul and my pain, that I would have chosen that route, not the route that I had handed to me. It was all I had, and I'm a survivor. And most importantly, I had Jesus, and so I made it work. And God was working on me that entire time. But I think sometimes Christians look at it like we should just do this. We should just, you know, not worry about the past. And yet, when I see people come to Jesus, and they connect, and they they feel like their story is heard, their story becomes alive, and God can redeem their story and use it for good. All things will become good. That God wants to use all things for good to those who love the Lord and are called according to his purposes. But in order for that to happen, we have to embrace our story. We have to be connected. I remember when I first started in counseling as a client, and I had to talk about my story. I had to bring stuff up that I hadn't talked about in years. And it was painful, I'm not going to lie. But once I began bringing up that poison out of my soul, it lost its power. It gave me freedom. And so this is what I do with my clients. I want them to share their story. Their story is beautiful. No matter how broken, no matter how sinful, no matter what the situation was, the story is beautiful. The woman at the well, Jesus never judged her. He knew every sin she ever committed. But he loved her. He connected with her. In fact, he went outside of the cultural norms of the day to connect with her soul. And that's what we need to do as people who are in need of healing and as people who are working with people who are healing. If someone comes into my office and they feel judged, I've lost them. The moment someone feels judged in my office, I lose them. Right? So, it is so important to share our stories. And yet, we live in this culture where people don't have time. And sometimes it's not that they don't have time. It's that they don't want to enter into the messy of anybody's life. In fact, they don't even want to enter into the messy of their own life. 
And so they stay in survival mode and they lack joy because they're just living through a facade. One of my favorite movies is The Shack. I love the movie. Um, If you haven't watched the movie, you need to watch the movie. Um, I watch this movie all the time. It's very healing for my soul. I've watched it during some really difficult times um, when there's been some tragedies that have happened in my family in the last couple of years. And sometimes I can't do anything because I'm kind of just so full of emotion, but I'll sit and watch the shack. And there's so many pieces of wisdom. But what I found too is there's actually another movie called Restoring the Shack. And this is where the author, Paul Young, talks about how he came to a place where he hit bottom. And he had to basically, he couldn't manipulate his experiences, the people around him. He hit bottom and he had to just be honest about his life, about the things, the hurts, the broken places that he had pushed down, the sins that he was committing. And he had nothing to do but be honest before the Lord, before his family, before his wife, before the people around him. And it was in this process of him embracing his story that he found true joy, affection, and love from God. And that's what actually led him to write the book, The Shack, which became a huge, amazingly popular movie. So... I love that story because it is in that process that we heal. So this week, one thing that you can do on your own is to begin writing out your story. Just take a pen and paper, a note in your phone, and begin the process of writing out your story. What we know in the field of psychology is it's called narrative therapy, right? Narrative is story. And so in somebody telling their story, they actually begin the process of healing. Now I'm going to warn you because sometimes if there is tremendous trauma, the process of writing your story without a professional can be overwhelming. Sometimes when I begin having people write their story, either it be through a letter or through a timeline, whatever it is, I always make sure that they're at a place where they can handle it. And so sometimes I'll just break down into littler themes, like break it into pieces. So if you're finding that I'm writing this story and it's really hard, you need to get a counselor on board to help you walk through that process. Because we have training in, our, in people's ability to like ground and resource so that the story isn't overwhelming. That you can stay on top of the story rather than the story staying on top of you. So this is one of the things that we can do as counselors. But the important thing is, what I want you to get out of this session today, is that if God tells us, let the redeemed of the Lord tell their story, those he redeemed from the from the hand of the foe, those he gathered from the lands, from east and west and north and south. If God tells us over and over the importance of sharing our story, this is where we need to begin. So if you've never actually processed through your story 
if you're still in this place where you're like, that is my past and I'm not going there. As a counselor, when I hear things like, oh, that's in my past, I'm completely over that. Or um, I don't even talk to my dad or I don't even talk to my mother. I don't even know that they exist. They think that that's healing, but as counselors, we know that that's a huge wound that we need to easily work into because there's a story there that's been untold. So trauma is stories that have happened in the past, but our brain perceives perceives them as current, present difficulty, threats. It's in the process of telling the story allowing our brain to file it away in a healthy way and to lay it at the foot of the cross so that Jesus can take the story and use it for something good and something beautiful to build his kingdom through our broken places, to help lead people to Jesus because of the experiences that we've gone through. This is where we find healing from our past. This is where we find healing from our stories. So today, a recap is share your story. Take time for relationship. Connect with people. Sit down and talk about your stories with your children. Tell the stories from your childhood. Your kids need to hear it. Because they want to know you. And you want to know them. And this is how we do it. My husband told me one time, he's actually told me this a few times. He said, Crystal, it's so sad that people have to pay you all this money. They have to pay you to basically be their friend because they can't find anybody else who cares enough to sit down and listen to their heart, to listen to their stories. And you know what? That's true. Counselors... We, we not only listen to stories, right? We do more than just listen to stories. We actually are trained in how to help people heal in those stories as well. So there's a lot of things we do. But the number one thing that I do in my office is just be a friend. Listen to somebody's heart because that's where the healing is at. That's where they're going to find healing. Paul Young said... Um, in his movie, Restoring, actually, he says it in the foreword of his book, is that he realized that since hurt came through relationships, most hurt came through relationships, that it's going to be through relationships that we heal. So if we're not taking time to listen and care and be empathetic with people, then we're not offering a space and time for people to heal and to connect. So this is just some food for thought for you today. And I want to encourage you to um, make a commitment this week to engage in some kind of deep conversation with somebody. Not a political debate, not a you know vent session about the current events of our world, because we can do this all day, but a real heart-to-heart. Step out and be vulnerable with somebody that you trust. Open your heart. 